0: Two guy team? I don't know. That could be dangerous. Wait, what are you saying hand, there, Bullfrog? Hand, handicap them?
1: Are you saying that men are better at things than women? Are you saying that a pair of men can't be together? That's oh, I
0: love a pair of men together. <laughs> That's not the point at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink,
0: roll back your foreskin, and let Grease Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins.
1: You're stroking your loins?
0: Yeah, I was trying to help out the show. Welcome
1: back. It's been a while since you've jerked yourself off. while <sighs> been. Wow, we've been on air. It's good to see it again. So welcome <laughs> you're, back. You're welcome. A little bullfrog. You're, you're, <laughs> you and your tadpole over there. <laughs> Uh Dewey's not here. Back with your football fantasy one more time. Bullfrog's back, but more importantly, the big news is that the big Wiz finally shows back up in studio. Welcome back to the show, sir. It feels good to be back. How it's have, so have nice you been? Nice to see you guys. Where where have you been? What have you been well, doing? I'm out of the country, and then I got setter. barked on today.
2: Oh, you care to tell us that story? I got home, picked up my daughter. She said her tummy. She said I'm oh, a mouth hurts.
1: Ah, all my over my shoulders.
2: You know, I, I saw her
1: maybe 15 minutes before you got home, and she looked fine. Oh, she was running around. Your wife said she was in perfect health. Wow. Yeah, she was. She just so you picked her picked up, her she, up? she said, "My mouth face. hurts," and started crying and burped all over my shoulder. At least it's your shoulder. none of it got on your chin. No, it's a shame.
0: It's probably just that so much love for seeing you had just uncontrolled
2: just came out. Just, yeah, you know, <laughs> she lost all body functions. Yeah, exactly.
0: Thank God she did not. Well, that's
2: wonderful.
1: Well, it's good to have you back. We've had some other jokers in your spot while you've been gone, and we've had some mixed results there. But you said the imp did a good job. You were pleased. Well, the imp the imp had, I felt, he added some some very good information, and he,
2: he was probably closest to me in terms of uh, valuable discussions and in, in overall value. I thought that he did a very good I, job of that.
1: When I showed him our consensus ranks before the show started, um, he said that you were far and away the best of us. In your rankings. Yeah, that's pretty normal. But it only came down to your uh, Odell Beckham Jr. spot, because he's a big homie. Oh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Lots to discuss today. We're going to do wide receiver 16 through 30. Before we do that, we have just a boatload of news, as training camps have been getting underway all over the country.
0: This week in football.
1: Okay, so as for the news in the NFL, we'll start with some... We just got a lot of news. Some of it's totally worthless. I'm going to say it anyway. Some of it's relatively important. Some of it's worth keeping your eye on as training camps go forward. Here's a piece of useless news. Wiz, I know you love the Dolphins this year. They're one of your favorite offenses talk about Alan, them all the time. Alan Hearns has just signed on to this team. Are you are you pumped about that? Do you love Hearns to take over that one spot from Devontae Parker?
2: No, I could give two shits to Alan Hearns in, in Miami. It doesn't matter. Fucking.
1: Is he going to be a top 50 right wide receiver? No. Bullfrog okay. hates Alan Hearns. You hate the Dolphins. Together, I just figured we had to put it on here. All right. I only put it on there because there is very little competition outside of Albert Wilson in the <laughs> wide receiver meeting room for Miami. Uh, let's talk about Mark Sanchez. The Sanchez himself retired today. Are you guys sad about that? Did he retire as a Bear? No. Did he move away, move off the Bears? What did he do on the Bears roster last year? No, he wasn't. Was he? Yeah, like, yeah, he was. Yeah, he, you'd be probably right about that. He retired a bear. That's embarrassing. I don't think he retired
2: a bear. I, he retired as a free agent. More yeah, that's likely, what I think. Because we have Chase Daniels. Daniels as our backup. But good. fumble
1: is gone, that's guys. What that's
0: what he's famous for.
1: That's sad. Him and sexy Rexy made a lot of fucking money doing very little in the league. He had one good year in Philadelphia. Half a year in Philadelphia. Here's an important piece of news. Speaking of those Miami Dolphins. Dolphins camp has gotten underway, and apparently every day that camp has gone on, it has been Kalen Balazs getting all of the first string snaps with the first team offense at running back. What is going on here? We all know Kenyon Drake is better than Kalen Balazs. Do they not? The new coaching staff just took picked up where Gates left off, or what?
0: I can't believe we're still talking about the Miami Dolphins. Always. I I had ranked Kenyon Drake pretty high in my RB rankings, thinking he could have a decent season, but this is, uh, if this continues to play this way, I'll be uh, moving him down the list to my undraftable, possibly. It's
2: not going to matter. They're both going to get the ball.
0: Right. Yeah, well, if it ends up being more of a 50-50, then, yeah, either, neither of them are going to be that valuable. But
1: that's Well, Drake has Drake's, been relatively yeah. valuable even with it. Right. I mean, I still like him a lot better, but whatever. Yeah. It's important to see this. We'll see what happens as the as the uh, preseason games get going. Hey, we have one next week. Is that the Hall of Fame already? Hall of Fame game is next August. week. Other news. Uh, looking down in Tennessee, another really shitty offense. Both A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry being the reason we're talking about this, left practice early. Didn't look like they got hurt, but they never came back. So this team has said over and over again, we've talked about it, they're going to run their entire offense through Derrick Henry. What happens if he gets hurt? Back to uh, your boy, Dion Lewis. Lewis, baby, just a totally worthless team. I think is what we mean by that.
2: It doesn't I mean? We do not like Henry, anyways. Truthfully, right? We can we can yeah. all agree on that. Yeah, he runs like a jackass. Yeah, just
0: I just feel like for most of us in this room, he's going to be a guy that gets drafted before we want to draft him. Therefore, we won't own
1: him. Correct. Uh, if it's drafted in the fifteenth round, it's before <laughs> I want to. Would you take, measure, you take a measure? You take measure third running back though. I would take him as my fourth running back, not my third, because I need not to rely third? on my third at some point. Now, Froggy, I, I, I think I have I'd, him ranked highest out of the three of us, mm-hmm. but no, I would and not. I'd have take
0: to take see him. how the rest of the dynamic on my team was, but it's possible it as my third RB. But again, I don't think I don't think you'd get him as your third. Before
2: well, you before you move on from that, do you guys draft me your third wide receiver, third running back as
1: a home run hitter, or you you need a, a consistent guy, stable and consistent for me. Especially the running back position, there's a people get hurt a lot, and I expect when I draft my third running back, I expect him to basically be playing every week, whether that's in a flex spot or because he's filling in for somebody hurt. I need somebody that can play every week. I agree with you on the on the plane, yeah. But I guess I would at, at wide receiver, I'm much more willing to take yeah. a home run hitter. Agree in with three you, on that. just because for whatever reason, wide receivers tend to stay on the field more often than running backs do, and it just feels it feels more dangerous to take a third running back like a Tariq Cohen that might have a might have a two-point week. Yeah, I agree with you.
0: Yeah, we just had this conversation the other day about why I think I've kind of struggled the last couple of years. I've been taking too many chances on home runs. Early. Early, too early, yeah. not creating enough depth. Like, mm-hmm. I'll be really in love with my starting lineup. But like he says, by week three, you're already having to make adjustments to your starting lineup. And, and if I don't draft good, solid depth... Just because I, I feel like that's a blah name, and I try to get this sleeper guy, and it doesn't pan out, then I'm fucked. Yeah. And I'm going right to the wire to try to find some shit to play, and that's kind of where my downfall's been these last couple years. So I gotta, I gotta work on those mid round depth for sure. Now this I get year. to my running back four and five. Absolutely, yeah, it's go, a free for all.
1: Go for the fences. But I think, Gordon, I think,
0: are you opposite? Do you like? No,
1: no. I think guy? you
2: on know, that. I think I, I would always have to try to get a, a starting, a legit starting running back as number three. I think Safe. Henry's. I mean, that's what I would tell you. Dangerous,
1: yeah. Look at his, games, or his game <laughs> logs from last year. Not good, yeah, that. I agree. Um, all right, so speaking of completely worthless fantasy players, Corey Coleman tore his ACL. Done for the year. Is this guy done forever? Cool. He had such promise. Didn't we like Did We talked about it early last year, didn't we? yes. Oh, you yes.
0: get, yeah, well, fuck you guys were jerking off, Corey. <laughs> Second time, I'm so glad was back and like it he was going to yeah. be a top five receiver. I also or thought Tyrod Taylor was
1: going to be a fucking star. About shit. that, that connection was going to get it done. Now I'm pretty sure he's probably just done forever. Well, if teams are still inviting Kelvin Benjamin to come try out, I think Coleman's got
0: a chance <laughs> even after he recovers. Oh, Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, yeah he, he, to Froggy's
2: point, it was, it was two years ago that the Bears wide receivers were Kevin White. Josh, uh, Bellamy, and God rather knows are
1: shitheads. So, yeah. So, there's, there's always room yeah. for somebody who was drafted. Or not even drafted. That's fair. Uh, so, let's talk about some big news. Really important news. This is a news that everybody's thinking about right now. There's three big names that have not shown up to camp. The first one we'll talk about is Zeke. Not there yet. There's still every expectation that he's going to, going to be there. I think he's got at this point, a week and a half before he loses a year toward free agency. So he'll probably show up sometime before that deadline. Although, I remember saying that same sentence about Le'Veon Hill last season. Is there concern about Zeke? I know we all have him ranked in that top four. Like, at what point, do you, if not yet, do you start thinking, uh-oh? I think he gets it out for two weeks, and I'd be okay with it
2: yeah I, I always get concerned if the guy sits off to the third preseason game and then just shows up problems
0: yeah yeah you you get into the second third week of preseason you're i'm I'm much more concerned I mean he's a guy that I'm sure stays in relatively good health he knows how to be an NFL running back at this point uh
1: he's kind of a big fat fucker though
0: <laughs> I've never owned him any league anywhere so I don't know hopefully yeah, that, they', have, we'll they have we'll either
1: come to think of it this next guy this one this one escalated quickly. Just in the past day or two, and this is we're going to talk about Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas wants $20 million a year, and he wants it right now. But I I heard that they were talking. They're talking, but they're very far apart. I did not hear that. Quote, they're talking, but they're nowhere close, and he is very clear. He will not show up until he gets what he wants. So (laughs) he is perfectly willing and ready to hold out. Uh, I'm assuming at this point he is on the last year of that contract. He's not in a Zeke situation where he's got two years left. Um, so, again, we love Michael Thomas. He's in, if not all of our top fives, like pretty damn close to all of our top fives. I think the Bullfrog's is the only one outside the top five at six. But here's a guy that might legitimately hold out. Is there concern there, or is this another Zeke thing where this guy's fine if he's got one good week of practice, he's ready to play and be legit? Yeah, this guy's a beast. He's, he's so big. He's so strong.
2: He, he he'll be fine. I can't imagine he's this is going to be on for too long. He's like he's too young, right? I mean, Gordon,
0: very young. He, he's asking for what twenty mil a year? Odell leads the league right now. You may remember. 18-ish.
1: You remember three years ago. Quarterbacks were making 16 million a year, and people were astounded by the amount of money that was. Right now, this guy's looking for 20.
2: Fucking the league's worth fucking billions of dollars. No shit, it's going, all going up, and up, up and up money. and up and yeah. up and up.
0: Well, they were saying what Julio's going to be up for a contract. Correct. Uh, there were some other big-name guys right there at receiver, two that were going to be up for contracts. I can't remember some of the other names. Other so they're all watching Julio, the Michael right. Thomas.
1: Although Julio has been very clear. like He said, I'm coming to practice. I know we're not going to have a contract yet. This is the last year. I don't care. I just want to play. So like that's respect. Right. Man. But he's already <laughs> making a shitload of money, right? Michael Thomas, if he's still on a rookie <laughs> right. deal, probably not. Michael Thomas will make $1.1
0: million this Jesus. year. Jesus. And he's looking to jump to twenty. Yeah, he probably should. Yeah, he probably
2: more. accept
1: twelve, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We should. He won't accept twelve. He might no. accept seven. I thought he would right. accept twelve. He's I fucking making mean, a million. The opportunity to play for that would be Drew hard, Grease. though. You know,
0: they're like, "Oh, here you go, four years at forty-eight mil. You're making
1: one. <laughs> you want to sign the papers? Like, oh yeah. shit." That's that's uh, you say four years at forty-eight million, but that's what Tyler Boyd just got. If Michael Michael Phelps right, is not, not taking right about that, Tyler I'm Boyd's that. contract. It might have been $43, million 43 for, for yeah, boy. it's right here. Yep. Um, okay, so those guys aside, we'll see that Michael Thomas thing is still relatively new. The one that's not, the one that's starting to become concerning is Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is legitimately looking to hold out. So the, the recent update is this. The Chargers said to the media, we made him an offer. We made him the best offer we're going to make him. And they're waiting to hear. And they said after that offer, we're not going to talk about contracts anymore. We're just going to go work with the guys that we have. It wasn't the, it wasn't the amount Gordon wants, but they haven't heard back from Gordon's camp yet. And Gordon is one hundred percent prepared to pull a bell and not play at all this season. So, Austin Eckler, anybody? Or what? What are we doing here, Bullfrog? You were saying before the show, fuck them.
0: If, if yeah.
1: <laughs> If I
0: ran the Chargers, which I clearly do not, I would not pay Melvin Gordon $10 million a year.
2: If you were Melvin Gordon, okay, can you fault him for holding out as an as a NFL running back?
1: No.
0: Neither
2: yeah, do I, because their fucking no, careers are right. short as no, shit. No, short yeah. as shit. I don't
0: fault him for trying to get more money, but if he thinks he's worth elite money as a Chargers owner, I would say, fuck you, Melvin Gordon. I'll find a replacement that can be not as good, good as enough. No. Probably not as good as him, but good enough. So if he's not there, okay, if he does
2: pull the bell, I would draft Jackson. I do not – I think Eckler is – Eckler is is
1: is not a legit three-down back. Yeah, I don't think either of them is – I was just saying before the show, they're both great pieces, right? They're both great complementary pieces. Neither of them is legit. If If Gordon's not there, I expect it to be a very near split between these two, because neither one can carry the load. Neither one can do it. They both have great skill sets, but they're not, like you said, three down backs. And I'm ta- I'm taking Eckler just because so far in camp, it's only been a, a day or whatever. Eckler's got all the first-team snaps. Eckler had all the opportunity last year. Even when Gordon was legitimately not there, Jackson was just coming in to spell Eckler. They like they like Eckler on that team. Well, Eckler to me is the opposite back of Gordon. Yeah.
2: So you are you are correct. He, he definitely get spelled Gordon and used consistently.
0: Yeah, Eckler is going to get you points regardless especially in PPR half PPR. He's going to get you the catches whether he's in there, um, you know, as the starting running back or just as the mix in piece. He's always going to score. I drafted Eckler
1: in that in that industry league here a couple of weeks yep, ago. I remember saying that uh, late. Twelfth round or something, and now every one of these fuckers is just knocking down my door, trying to get trying trade to get a piece of them. I don't know. I don't know if I want to trade them. I trade like them.
0: Him. Hey, I like. You guys that want team. a piece of Eckler in the dynasty? You know who owns them? Oh. Your shit team and Jackson, baby. Ooh, that's, a good, in in a, here, that's huh? a good place well, to, to be, be in. Yes, that's it. a good place. We do Gordon Yes, a little bit problem. problematic.
1: It is a little. Our running backs looked really great three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Less good now. All right, um, so let's talk really quickly about camp. The big news just a couple of days ago when these camps started was that active pup list. Who was and was not going to land on that pup list? Remember, active pup means they can legitimately come off any day, so it's not that big a deal. But to start training camp on the pup because of an injury last year or an off-season injury is concerning. Couple of names that I'm going to just give out to you guys that managed to land themselves on the active pump for pup for their team's camp: Sony Michelle, uh, Nook did DeAndre Hopkins, Janu Smith, which is only important because Delaney Walker did not hit the pup list. One of those tight ends in Tennessee might be decent. Marquise Lee, we've talked about that Jacksonville Jaguar wide receiver list, and Julian Edelman with that broken thumb who might miss. Some of the preseason. These guys are on the pup list to start this season. Which, if any, concerns you? None. Not a one. Not a one. Hopkins has already been removed from the pup, I should say. Only two days long. I'm concerned about the Sony Michelle one myself. Considering keeping him in one of my keeper leagues, I know the risk with the knee. The fact that he's on the pup. He had a scope, what, a month ago of his knee. He's on the pup now. That is... Concerning, who's going to replace Sony Michelle? Damian Harris is the only the only guy with that skill set. <laughs> the sex. only thing yes. I don't like is that Bill Bill is not very quick to just fucking trust rookies. Yeah, Sony Michelle, when he's on the field, will get the Sony Michelle role of last year. My only concern is if he's still reeling from all the stuff last season. The preseason, remember when he actually hurt his knee? It's just been lingering sort of since then. That's concerning. Is it the same knee where he's got this degenerative problem? Yes, that's, that's problematic. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, he'd probably be the most concerning. He
0: had the scope on the twelfth of June. I think it's just more precautionary.
1: I hope so. I'd like to see. I'd like to see him in some of camp before the preseason gets going because he's still just a second year guy on a very complicated offense. All right other list I want to give you here are these are names that you know you might have looked to see on that pup list but they managed to avoid it maybe they were injured at the at tail end of last year or they had stuff come up in the off season all of these guys avoided the pup for their training camp which should be really promising Andrew Luck I think this is the first time since his rookie year that he was not on an injury list to start training camp so that's great Delaney Walker like I said a second ago Um, He fucked himself up real bad last year. I think it was a knee as well, but he's back on the field. Uh, I read a stat that said something like he was on pace for 1,200 yards and like nine touchdowns or something before he went out last season, so maybe somebody to look at on that shitty offense. Uh, Kelsey. Kelsey had some issues with, I think it was his hip this offseason. He's fine. Cooper Cup, which is big after that ACL tear last year, didn't hit the, the pup. Cam Newton with his shoulder. Didn't hit the pup, so he's fine. Even Darius Geis with the hamstring injury Geis. after his knee, fine. Will Fuller, who's played a one-fifth of his what, entire what, what time. What week on. do you guys think he goes on the injured list? Fuller, five. Five? That's yeah, a lot of I'm games. I five. We're getting five. We'll give him five. Um, Chris Carson didn't land on the pup. In fact, he's doing 11-on-11 11 11 drills today, which um, he had that shoulder. I think it was a shoulder that a month or so ago I said was concerning. Jack Doyle. Looks like he's finally healthy. And how about that Dion Kane? Also how about tore his ACL. That Deion Kane. coming back strong. Anybody on here you're really excited about? Oh, I didn't mention um, Travis Frederick. Remember the offseason story last year that said yeah. center in Dallas who had that Jillian Bear disease that was like maybe this will kill him, maybe he'll never be able to walk again. Full go at training camp, so good for him. This was already an amazing offensive line. This is a really really talented young kid. He's going to come back and just anchor this thing. Um so if Zeke decides to come to practice and play, that might help. So who are you excited about look seeing on this list? Going deep here, I like Dion Kane a lot. I think I like that offense. I
2: told you guys this before. Um that's the third time Volfrog is jerking off, folks. Just gonna let you guys
1: know. Uh I like that offense I like indie. I really like everything about it. Give me some Dion Kane. I love Dion Kane. Last round flyer just to see what kind of role he has in the offense come week one.
0: You know one guy the interesting name on here for me but mostly if he was on a different team is Geis. yeah like if he was on a good team I feel like people would be really getting excited about this guy but on the Redskins it's just like if he's just yeah, starting running back yeah I don't even know if he is like AP's gonna steal some AP's gonna <laughs> sure. vulture all season that's the way I see it fair enough
1: I mean I'd take guy I'd take guys as a fifth guy as a home run shot, because like right. if they can if, get if anything together on that O-line... Yeah. Would you
2: rather have Geis or Henry?
0: Henry. I'd rather take Henry, because you have know him. he's going to play. Yeah. He's your starter.
1: That's why I'd take Not Henry as a fourth, in. Geis as a fifth. Uh, yeah, I'm really, actually, I'm kind of excited about Cam Newton here, because Cam Newton... Uh, is being drafted pretty late relative to where he's finished his entire career because of last season and the end of last season. I think he's a quarterback that you can get pretty late. That might perform really well for you because of that running ability. Um, So for me, look, he's going on my target list. If I can get him in the eighth round, that's fantastic. I didn't mention Sterling Shepard. I should have. Our fantasy wide receiver in Dynasty there, right? He broke his thumb. Um, and he might maybe be back in time for the season opener, the opener they say. Might miss a couple of games before the season. What?
2: Well, I don't understand the problem here.
1: He's a wide receiver.
2: Yeah, put a fucking bandage I on mean, it. you got
1: to use your thumb to catch the ball. There's a lot you of thumb- thumbs. you got two thumbs. Well, yeah, you could do the Odell and just yeah. catch him one-handed. Just broke it. He's three weeks behind Julian Edelman in recovery, so he may not even start the season. This is his big opportunity, man. Even Corey Coleman went out to get out of his way out there in New York, and this was his, <laughs>
2: his numbers aren't going
1: to change. How about Golden Tate, the, the only wide receiver left? Evan Ingram, like you said a minute ago, might be amazing. if. Sterling Evan Sheppard Ingram's team value don't. might
2: go too high, though. It Will Barkley's, Barkley get 15 catches a game now? <laughs> <Ten> <laughs> if targets, there are no
1: receivers <laughs> left on the team, yeah, maybe. All right, that's our news. Let's let's try something different. And now for more
2: dumb shit I heard this week. Alright
1: guys, for the dumb shit this week, I'm going to give you an option. Okay, I've got three options here. I'll read to you the titles of each option. You pick one and I'll share it with the audience. There was so much dumb shit that happened just this past week. Or at least came to light this past week. So here are your options. You can either pick the Cypress Bishop, the Chinese Vlogger, or the Sig Op-Ed. My vote would be Chinese Vlogger.
2: Something about Asians and Vlogging sounds interesting to me. Well, let's go with... You
1: on board with the Chinese yeah, vlogger? Let's, let's do it. Um, Chinese vlogger, that's a video blogger. if you don't know. He's on um, some Chinese version of YouTube. 14,000 followers at this point, and he's desperate to get more. So he started doing a series on his show where he'd spin a wheel, and whatever the wheel landed on, he'd eat or drink that thing. So he had some pretty fucking stupid things on here. Well, in one episode, he decided to add... A gecko, a live gecko, mm. and um, some some venomous millipedes. Yeah. So it landed on the millipedes and the gecko a few times. He ate them, and then on camera, while the camera was still rolling, he died. Whoa. Fell on his floor, died. the vi- The vlog went on for hours before his girlfriend finally found him, because this motherfucker ate a gecko, a live gecko, and a bunch of live fucking did, did they gecko kill millipedes. or the venomous um, millipedes? I'm assuming. So you assume it was the millipedes. I don't know. Maybe they're biting him on the way down because venomous millipedes are very venomous. I don't know if you know much about Asian <laughs> no, millipedes. No, I don't. It, no. They're very venomous. But um, as I was reading this story, I saw a link to you know similar stories below. Some other guy in like Australia ate a gecko and also died. So maybe it was a gecko. I don't know. feels like a gecko is kind of big to swallow whole, but...
0: Well, I remember, I think I told you guys about one, an Australian guy that ate a live grub and it killed him. Yeah, I remember that. Bacteria, gave him, uh, yeah. yeah gave him bacterial meningitis. And it killed him slowly. Yeah. This in, motherfucker, he died on camera. Yeah. I, I mean, up. I'm assuming you I, watched
1: it. I will try. I'm going to try later. I only saw this story earlier today, but I'm going to try. I'll watch all seven hours. I'll watch <laughs> the guy lying dead for a couple of hours. That might see be if, See if you can see something crawling out of his mouth. Oh, just like see it crawling yeah. around in his throat. <laughs> Well, I guess, I, I mean, he, he got famous. That's what he wanted. We're talking that, about him. right? We're talking about him. Uh, that's the Chinese vlogger. Let's. You don't have a stat of the week for us. No, I showed up. That was important. You lazy. All right, our main event today is going to be that wide receiver rank. We're going to finish out the top 30 for you. Just a reminder, if you want to see our top 60 consensus ranks, they will be on our website uh, as soon as this posts that is yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. Check them out. Tell us what you think. You'll get to see not only our consensus, but where each of us ranked these guys, so you can decide who knows what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> who won wide receivers last year? That was Bullfrog, right? It wasn't me. Yeah. Won I won him.
0: two categories, Bullfrog, tight ends and... and uh, wide receivers.
1: Pass catchers. Was it? Yes, it was. Yeah, all right then. So maybe that's the kid that knows what he's talking about. I guess we'll have to see. Let's start at number 16. Uh, this is the first of the three LA Rams wide receivers that we will talk about on this episode. And that is Robert Woods, ranked higher than either of the other two. I've got Robert Woods ranked at number 14, right about there. Uh, looks like Big Wiz has Woods down at 27. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. About twelve for me. And the man that knows what he's talking about has him ranked up here at number twelve, which bumps him up to sixteen, just outside the top fifteen. Wiz, why don't you start and tell us what it is about Robert Woods that you're uncomfortable with?
2: The amount of options there, I don't like a lot. Um, I also don't like the fact that he only gets about eleven points per game as wide receiver. You guys are saying sixteen. That's wait, that's not he enough had for me.
1: Fourteen points
2: per game last season, two years ago, eleven. Two years and eleven, I think that seems more regression to the
1: mean, buddy. That's what's going to happen. We only played twelve games last year. First year on the team, I think. Last second year year on the team. Last year, I mean, two years ago was the first year on the team. Last year, second year on the team, more comfortable with the offense, more comfortable. Cooper Cup's back. Yeah, that's true.
2: Cooper Cup is going to steal something. I like Cooks better. I think Cooks is a better wide receiver.
1: I think Cooks is the number one wide receiver. I don't think Robert Woods is that. Which you didn't hear when you didn't listen to last week's episode. Is that the, the the few stat categories that Woods beat Cooks in? I'll run them down for you: targets, catches, yards, uh, catch percentage, touchdowns, running rushing carries, yards per carry. Everything except yards per reception, because Cooks is the deep guy.
2: I think Cooks is a more talented receiver than Robert Woods, and I think that that his numbers will be better than Robert Woods this year. He's faster. I'll give you faster.
0: Yeah, I like just watching the film. I like that Woods gets a little more opportunities in different areas on the field, uh, whether it be red zone, over the middle, short routes, uh, screen balls, rushing attempts. You know, he's gonna he's gonna pick up twenty rushing points on the season, and Cooks will get a few as well. But uh, Woods gets used all over the place, and I think that keeps him relevant. Uh, Game by game, and I liked him to finish just a few points ahead of Cooks on the season.
2: I think, you, in my mind, you guys, are, you know, Gurley got hurt. Gurley didn't play at the end of the year. Same thing
1: with Cup. More mouths to feed. Very good mouths to feed. Robert Woods is going to drop down. Yeah, so the difference between the two, Cooks and Woods, for me, was, was a matter of 10 targets, six catches, about 50 yards. I mean, it's not that big a difference. I gave Woods one more touchdown in, in the air. Um, where, where they kind of separate themselves is that rushing work because Woods had a bunch of carries last year. I gave him 14 carries for 115 yards or 113 yards here and two on the ground because that's a role that he plays on that team. Don't get me wrong. Cooks had some carries too. I gave him nine for 59 and a touchdown, but, um, I just got Woods edging him out. It's not that big a difference. They fell kind of far apart on the rankings, but it's not a big point differential for me. You want to make a bet about that Woods-Cook thing, though? What's a bet? Just who's going to finish higher in a half-point PPR. Maybe. Do you want a piece? No. I'm not sure yet. You just said a minute ago how we didn't make, haven't made enough bets. I did say that. Well, we're going to talk about I'm not Cooks sure I soon. like this one yet. you got to think about it between here and Cooks. Our next one here is number 17 on the list, which I'm almost guaranteeing that this is going to move before the season starts. But this is Mike Williams. There's a problem... Here, I've got Mike Williams ranked at number 9, which seems to be the issue. I don't know why yet. Bullfrog, you've got him at 19. And, God, Wiz, you, sir, put Mike Williams, who you have said that you enjoy, all the way down at number 29. So, 9, 19, and 29. I say there's some... Disparity there. Mine's too low. That's what I would open with. And I think mine's too high. So, so
0: Froggy <laughs> might be correct for sure.
1: Who's winning wide receivers? One second. But but I look. I gave I gave Mike Williams eleven touchdowns. He had ten last year. Tyro Williams has gone off this team. I know Hunter Henry's coming back, but Hunter Henry has never been a touchdown guy. I don't think he's ever had more than four or five touchdowns in his career. He's He's sort of the uh, catch the ball over the middle and run a bunch of yards after the catch tight end. He's not the red zone target. Uh, he's a George Kittle kind of guy, right? That's what George Kittle does, except George Kittle does it better. So I gave Mike Williams 11 touchdowns. I jumped his target number all the way up to 109 with Tyrell Williams leaving, which I think might be way more than he's going to get. That might be my issue here, but it's the touchdowns, really, when it comes to down to it for me and Mike Williams.
0: What What'd you have for touchdowns? Ten. 65 catches for 988 and
1: 10. But, seems about right. see, I had 71 t- catches for 1,079 and
2: 11. Mine's too low, and I think I based mine off of just regressing a little bit since Henry's going to come back. Yeah, well, I mean, we'll see what Henry can do. I mean, last time Gates was on the field, Gates couldn't fucking get open. He could barely move. It was kind of just a waste of space. That's true. What if Melvin Gordon doesn't play? It's the, prob- I, it might be more problematic for him, to be yeah, honest then with Maybe
0: you. they don't score as many yeah. touchdowns, period, if you guys think he's that valuable.
1: He is valuable. Yeah, I'm concerned about my ranking of Mike Williams <laughs> here at nine. That'll change, but you know it's not going to change that much because I think he's going to score a lot of touchdowns. A like, no,
0: well, question I have, when, we, when you did the end of the season, was it from our original rankings or was it from ch- rankings that were changed? I think those were changed It was ones.
1: from right before... Right before the season it was started. our final rankings. Final rankings. Did
0: we do a second rankings show or an adjusted rankings show? Yeah, we did, we did, fi- we did we a did? final rankings, yeah. yeah.
1: We'll do a final rankings right before the season gets going here as well. Um, whether we talk, I don't know how much airtime we're going to give it. Maybe just, well, what we did last year was just the big changes. That gotcha. you changed a lot. So was something like that. All right, let's look at another guy here who is, um, last year anyway, was a t- touchdown fucking machine Uh, The most efficient touchdown scorer in the NFL at the wide receiver position by a lot. That's T.J. Lockett. He's our number 18 consensus. Not T.J. Tyler. Who wrote T.J.? That was you, Bullfrog. You're an idiot. Tyler Lockett was the guy. And you took it from mine. (laughs) Yeah, I just copied and pasted it. It's
0: his middle initial, J.
1: Tyler J. Lockett uh, is our 18 overall. I've got him up here at 15.0. Wiz, you're looking at 25, and you ranked him right there at 18, Bullfrog. So, Wiz, you're lowest. you want to tell us a little bit about why you don't like him? A lot of like dependence him? on touchdowns last year. Um,
2: I think he has more competition there now. I think they are back to running the ball. Um, they do a good job at that. They got two good running backs. I think they're going to pound the ball with. You got your big boy Metcalf
1: there. I just think that Lockett's going to regress a little bit. Yeah, I had him regressing touchdown-wise. Um But, you know, the coaching staff has has come out and said, look, we think he can be a legitimate one, and we want to try moving him all over the field this year to see what he can do. He's not just going to be that deep threat guy, which is where at least he started last year. I gave him one less touchdown, too, but a lot more catches. Um, I think I bumped down his yards per catch by quite a lot. He was right at 16.9, 17 yards per catch last year. So I I assume he's going to be moving, playing in the slot a lot, bumping outside on occasion, Catching shorter passes, lots more targets, but not as many touchdowns. Bullfrog, what's your thinking here?
0: Yeah, I think I was just flashing back to TJ Duckett. I think that's, I think that's what. <laughs> happened. The running back? Yeah. 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 Who the the ex-Spartan. He was. He was the, the Falcons. Yeah, Falcons. He, he, was, was, a a big, he was the, the big guy. was say yeah. Spartan? Yeah. yeah. Anyway.
1: When you know, was this?
0: Ah, uh, it's probably like early two thousands. I think it's before Freeman oh, showed yeah, up. It was a long time ago. Anyway. <sighs> Lockett's kind of a tough guy for me. I feel like uh, I was I was I had a hard time ranking him and projecting him out because you you want to think that he's gonna bump way up, you know. Be well, I mean, as far as opportunity, I disagree. That's why I, that's why he dropped down on mine. My- but you know, without Baldwin, you want to think all right, he's gonna become the number one guy. Like this is the way I wanted to think of it, but they just don't pass the ball that much, and I don't see that changing a whole lot this year. Uh, so I only gave him, I only gave him 85 targets for 64 catches for 1,056 and nine touchdowns. That's all I could do for now, but we'll see. That could change. Question for you. When Baldwin was there and Baldwin was putting up decent stats,
2: I feel like Baldwin was always in in the, in the low teens or mid teens. Does that sound about right? Where
1: Baldwin was finishing? Yeah. Uh, I, he was in the top 10 a few times. He He had
0: one big year, I think. But that's when they were passing up. That's when they abandoned the run. Two two big years right? he was
1: scoring touchdowns. But that's when they abandoned
0: the run. Right, for the couple years when Russ was going real real crazy.
1: Yeah, so just to your point about um, opportunity and they're going to run the ball. So I have Tyler Lockett far and away the most targets on his team receptions-wise. Frame of reference, most of my teams, most of the uh, teams, wide receiver ones and target leaders uh, in my projections are anywhere between. 125, 130 targets all the way up to 170. That's pretty much where my number ones fall, because that's what happens in the NFL. Except for this guy, right? Tyler Lockett as the number one and target leader has 106. So, like, I didn't give him a, I gave him a wide receiver one, but a very low end wide receiver one target load. Again, we don't know what's going to happen there, so we'll just kind of have to wait and see. But, uh, yeah, he's going to be an interesting one to watch. We'll see what they do with him. We'll see if he's as successful moving around the field as he was last year. Is he really a stud wide receiver right. or was last year anomalous? I don't know that I'm drafting him anywhere near where we have him um, at 18. Anybody?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know. Not what's my wide
1: receiver number two. I would much rather Mike Williams
2: is my wide receiver number two.
0: I'd probably rather have Cooks. We've got him at the 21 spot
1: on our consensus over him. Yeah. Uh, This next guy, our wide receiver 19, I would feel more comfortable having as my wide receiver 2, I think, and that's Dante Pettis. We love Dante Pettis-Whiz. He is one of the uh, stud pieces of our dynasty juggernaut coming into this year. I think we got him in trade. We did. We got him in trade. We were very excited about that trade. I have him ranked actually as my number 20 wide receiver. You've got him up at 14, and the Bullfrog here down at 24. Why do you love Dante Pettis? I think you've been sort of championing him since since early or mid-season last year. Yeah, well, first I think it's foremost is Kyle Shanahan,
2: Kyle Shannon offense. I just like that offense. I think Grapple will be back, and they will put up points, right? And I like opportunity. Dante Pettis told you guys before, he is ready for the game. The game is not too fast for him. He looks like a legit number one. But pre- prior to him, I mean, Marquise Goodwin's there, right? I don't think he's a legit wide receiver number one. I know they drafted a few wide receivers, but let's be frank about it. There's not many rookie wide receivers that come out and actually put up points.
1: Yeah, and he didn't. Forty-five targets last year, but that was enough for you to say he is legit.
2: He had some big games at random spots, right? Like he, I agree. He, he didn't. Not, not, it was not continuous throughout the
1: year, right?
2: Like the first few weeks, he randomly would show up, and then at the end of
1: the year, he showed up. He did score five touchdowns on twenty-five catches, which which kind of helped, but. But iTest says, you're saying iTest says he's legit. Are you at all concerned about Trent Taylor? Trent so, Taylor. just out of camp the other day, Trent Taylor's going to be the starting slot receiver expected to get most targets on the team. Is that concerning at all to you. I, I don't know who fucking Trent Taylor okay. is. Well, there you go. So, that's a no. <laughs> you don't like Dante Pettis as much as we do, maybe because he's not on your roster. What what, what did you do with him with your projections?
0: I can tell you what I have for him. uh, 110 targets. Low catch rate, at least from what he did last year. I only could give him a 62% catch rate, which gave him 68 receptions. I did give him a 16 yards per pop for uh, just over 1,000 yards and seven touchdowns. 16 yards per catch. That's high. Well, I mean, if you got Taylor and you got DeVoe. He had 17.3 last year. Right. So I dropped him down to 16. Uh, yeah, I think he's kind of your big your big play guy. Um, but again, Jimmy G's not proven. You know what the fuck's he done in the NFL other than eight games? So to think that he's better you than know, worse, what was that Nick Mullins and Mick fucking Mullins. the rest of those guys. That's what we think. Oh, he's way better. Than we Nick think. Mullins. If he can stay healthy on the field and keep his nose out of the porn star's poo Would you keep your uh, fucking nose out of there? Fuck yes, I would. I bet it smells fantastic. Well, I bet it smells like baby It's powder. not nasty, but I guess I just can't picture, you know... A, I, I don't want a vagina that's been sl- <laughs> just fucking rammed over and over by 12-inch cocks. They might not even feel me. You know, it's just <laughs> worth know. It's not worth my time. You're not. looking
1: at the words when you say them, but It's not a problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't with. I mean, yeah,
0: I, you know, I'll watch them on video, <laughs> but like...
1: So you're not I don't into really, I don't the want, puss I don't
2: want to bang a porn, porn star. No. So, off topic. You, yeah, yeah. Has your wife not been nailed before you?
1: Oh, fuck yes. Fuck, uh, by probably big black dicks.
2: <laughs> 12 <laughs> no, inches, that's man. That's
0: what she regrets, never getting, <laughs> never getting, getting the that, taste of the that black dark boy, dick.
1: But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a regret I have. I mean, no, <laughs> <laughs> Um Look, back to Dante Pettis. No, I was going to say, off topic, we're just talking about wives, vaginas, and other dicks. So I, I'm in a place in my life where I feel like I would I kind of want to watch my wife have sex with another man do you guys ever have that <laughs> Froggy
0: they were dating you hey, talked about this last time they
1: were dating last, was, last it, month. anyway I told, I told my wife I said hey
0: I'd watch that I'd, I'd, give, I'd you, watch. I give you a hall pass to get you one black cock in there if you want I'd just make sure it's real big would you want to watch wanna, I'll watch it get you just pounded uh, yeah, I, think I, might I don't like, know if I can I do that I think I might like watch
1: it <laughs> <laughs> you would it's w- called a <laughs> you cuckold right is that weird would watch Froggy pound your exactly what cuckold it is
2: You'd watch Froggy pound Your life.
1: No, not probably not him. That'd be weird after. I don't know if it'd be weird after. I don't really have a lot of shame, so.
0: Man.
1: Anyway, back to Dante Pettis. I gave him 120 <laughs> targets. Laird, Laird. Yeah, maybe he's hot. Who's Laird? That's a big black dude. About oh. 15 inches. He's a he's a he's model hot. Yeah, I tried. Uh you did. Um, yeah. I, so I took Dante Pettis' 60% catch rate with Nick Mullins. C.J. Beathard last year, and I bumped it up to 64.5 because I think he's good, and I think he's got good hands. Um, In college, he had really good hands. Uh, 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. That that was just enough for me. I'm I'm confident rolling him out as one of our many young stud wide receivers in Dynasty. Uh, Although, maybe you might trade him away this week. We'll talk about that later, Wiz. (laughs) How about number 20? Here's a guy that I won't touch at all, ever, at all, but he will probably finish Pretty high. It's what he he does. He's the Derrick Henry of the wide receiving core. That's Amari Cooper, Mm -hmm. Dallas Cowboys, our 20th overall ranked guy. I've got him at 17. Uh, Again, he'll end there, but he's not worth it. 21 for you, Wiz. Uh, You got him down at 22, so we're all kind of right there. Do you guys feel the same way I do? You're him highest. I do, but it's only because he's going to have a couple of two and three touchdown games and then just be gone for the rest of the season. And that that is exactly what he did last year, right? He kind of—I mean, he did show up when he got to Dallas because prior
2: to Dallas, he was complete garbage. Yeah, it was good in Dallas. Um, so I think he had that going for them. I do think Prescott's at least good enough for him. Though, I think you hit it on the head: is that he will win you some games,
1: but don't be don't have him as your number one wide right receiver.
2: No, he's not good
1: enough. You don't want to count him. He had a total of seven touchdowns last year, but he had a two and a three touchdown game. So like. Five of those came in two games. Right. He's not good. The last three, you say he showed up in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He was in Dallas for nine games, right? In one, two, three, four of those nine games, he had less than 35 yards receiving. Mm. You want him as your one? Because no, that's you gotta, where you have to draft him. Mm-hmm. You, you think some of the him as number one? He is being drafted high as fuck because of his stat line in Dallas last year. He ended with a 1,000 receiving yards last year. In Dallas, he got the bulk of him. But 217 in one of those, 180 in the other, and that's pretty much all he did.
2: I do think, to your point, someone in your league likes Dallas enough, and they're going to like Amari Cooper. Dallas is one of the most popular teams in the NFL. Amari Cooper will probably be up there. I think what we're
1: to saying is that you cannot draft him as number one wide receiver. Or the number two wide receiver. Or the number three. Don't bother because he's going to win you two games and he's going to disappear everywhere else. But there is... I would take him as number three all day long. So like you, oh, yeah. like you said a minute ago, right? He sh- When you said he showed up when he got to Dallas. That's just the perception. When he got there, he was great. But the fact is the statistics don't necessarily back that up. He was better I, I don't. I, I mean, I, I guess my point is, is that better, in, D- in Dallas, but. he you did He did win. He won me weeks. Two. <laughs> Fuck, he, did you, he did win you two. So if he's your third wide receiver, yeah, you fine. take it. Right. He's being drafted right now in the middle of the third round. So maybe as a number two wide receiver, depending on what you did, but that's that is, hard. That's not something that you want to do. I'd with. take Cooper over Pettis. Cooper Cup. No. No. Amari Cooper have, over I'd rather Dante have Pettis.
0: Amari Cooper then
1: Dante Pettis. But I think Pettis is going to be a lot more consistent. Yeah. He may not have a three touchdown game. So it looks it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. That feels the, like the, the reason game, I, w- I would not It feels bet. like I, he said that just to make a bet with us.
2: I'll make a bet with you on that one. I think I would tell you is that I have more faith in, in 49ers putting up more points. What's your mm. bet? I, I would go straight
1: up on Cup versus Just finish a Co- half Co- point. Cooper versus Pettis.
0: And a half point PPR?
1: Finish? Yeah. I would take Cooper versus Pettis if you can remove each of their best games.
0: Well,
1: I'm not going to do that. Come on, just one that's, best game that's off dumb, the board. That's the thing you're ever. so burnt because of Derrick Henry last year. Go, you yeah, but the,
0: but I'm bet. I don't want the bet, though. Oh. Because I have them separated by like three points. Okay, so, so like, what's the bet. point of the bet? I'm just saying that. So I would just rather have a guy like right, Cooper, Cooper with Dak throwing the ball in the dome and an offense you know is going to go up and down the field. Yes,
1: the You're Niners not a believer a in the 49ers yeah, I mean, They
0: have a great OC. They're going to be in a tough division. They're going to have some tough games. You're not alone in
1: your in your Niners offense hate. They're ranked in the bottom 5 in every offensive rankings. I just think find. it's a lot of unknown I don't with get them, it. you know. Jimmy
0: G's never even played with half of those guys, you know. That's true. New new system? Well, not a new system for him. He should have the system down. He just didn't get to play in it, but
2: I just think Kyle Shanahan was able to to make RG3 a decent quarterback and put up points. Fuck, if you can do it RG3, she'll do it with anyone. If you can do it with Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, yeah.
0: Yeah, but I feel like... They weren't like I think we talked about this before. The San Fran just got to a point where they were just fucking chucking. Those quarterbacks yeah. were just out there chucking. To Kittle. But, but they were great they fantasy Three running ice. backs, if they're going to try to feed consistently in a game... I don't think he does that. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I just... I guess I'm on the wait-and-see approach with the San Fran, so I don't know if I'm going to own a lot of pieces of that. You're That's an puzzle. offense
1: you're just avoiding yeah. regardless. That's that's fair. I think that's a fair statement because it is a lot of unknown. You're not wrong about that. Speaking of bets, here we are at number 21, our consensus ranks, and that is Brandon Cooks. Back to the Rams. So this is a guy that clearly, Wiz, you like a lot better uh, than the other guys. No, you like, you like best. You like Cooks a lot better than Woods. Do you want to support, just once again, why? I know you said it a minute ago, but why is Brandon Cooks so much better? I like, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, but,
2: I mean, at least for most of the beginning of the year, he lined up as a number one wide receiver. He was the X wide receiver. He drew the best coverage. I think he's the best He's the best receiver on that team. He put up good numbers, consistent numbers when he was down in New Orleans. He put up good numbers when he was in New England. He put up good numbers for mo- most of the season, at least consistent numbers early on, when he was in LA, and I think that he is the best receiver there. Nope. I mean, you just like his skill set. So,
1: are you ready to make that bet? Which who am I take, Cooks? You're taking Woods. Cooks over Woods.
2: Yeah, I'll take that. It's a bet. I'll double it's team.
0: It's a bet. Oh. Hey! We're double teaming that. You're buddy. jumping in. You oh, got Woods like too. Yeah. Jumping yeah. All right. I like it. Oh, well, I got Woods ranked. He was in above there of them. He was in
1: there. Cooks. We talked about it. We don't have to talk about it anymore. Let's move on to the hometown team here. That is Kenny Galladay, our number 22 overall rank. I have him right there at 22. I see Kenny Galladay at 16 on the Wizards list, which feels really fucking high. And the homer over here, the best wide receiver ranker in the group, has Kenny Galladay. Where, Where is he? Oh, you got him at 23, sir. So I've got him at 21, you've got him at 23, oh, and yeah. Wiz over here ranks him at 16. Yeah, I would openly tell you. I think mine's similar to
2: my Mike Williams being too low, Galladay's a little bit too high, but I would tell you, I think um, Stafford's back. Stafford had a broken back last year. He did. Um, that was the reason why he couldn't fucking throw he had it 100 four yards. weeks. Yeah. Um, See, well, he, he
1: had a sternum thing. He had, what, a thumb thing, right? A thumb too, thing, a broken fucking He's back. a
0: durable son of a bitch, man. Look yeah. at his
1: fucking he just stat played. lines. He keeps 16 on. games. And,
2: and before last year, he was always a top 10, around 10. What, 10 quarterback? quarterback? Mm. Um, someone has to be the top wide receiver. I think Marvin Jones is garbage. Um, Golden Taint is gone. Mm-hmm. Gallup? Gallup is a good what receiver. What about
1: Brandon Powell? We no longer own him Uh, Back to
0: the practice squad
1: So uh, to my point earlier I got Kennedy Galladay as a 1 on the team I gave him 130 targets So he's got number 1 targets I gave him a catch rate which sucks But it's right where it's always been in his career 58.6 Gives him 1,100 yards, 6 touchdowns Never had more than 5 in a year Last year with 120 targets had 5 touchdowns So I gave him numbers that are, Are decent but my issue with Detroit is between Matt Patricia and Daryl Bevel, they're going to kill this fucking passing game. Okay, they're going to kill it. We just said we were talk- looking at our bets earlier. I got a bet against you, you about about Kerryon Johnson, where he's going to finish and, and I'm going to, I promise you, I'm going to lose that bet at this point because this, these two coaches are going to run the shit out of the ball, and everybody on this passing team is going to fall uh, in their finish. I think.
2: Someone has to be a receiver there.
1: And yeah, you're probably yeah, right, 16 is probably too
2: high, 20, somewhere around 20.
1: Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm... where I got him. And, and and to be fair, I'd take him. I would be happy with him as a, as a, probably a three. If I waited a long time to take a two, I'd take him as a two, maybe around five. But go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I,
0: I like Galladay, Galladay, but I think this offense actually fits Jones better, probably. Because he's a home run threat. Because it's going to be the play action, you know. Here we go, time to throw and unleash the beast, and if they can hit him open, he might have the, the better stat line come the end of the season. I think Galladay, Galladay will get more targets. Would you draft
2: Jones in
0: front of Galladay? You know, I don't really I have.
1: think to. I have him ranked that way, but right. You do know, There's no need to. But. Marvin Jones is going way later. Yeah. But I got a better draft question for you about Kenny Galladay. So I just said I'd take him in the fifth. He's going at four ten right now, which I'd consider. He's going back to back with another wide receiver we've already talked about. Who would you rather have, Kenny Galladay or the guy going one spot ahead of him, Robert Woods? Robert Woods all day. Yeah, I would agree. you even you who likes Woods. Uh, I, I think least. You, you talked about earlier. Who's your, what teams to put more points? Yeah, it's definitely the ring. Fucking hands down. Okay, well there you have it. Chris Godwin's going a couple of spots after I mean, Galladay and Godwin.
0: Last year Galladay was at at some points of the season that was it. That's the only fucking pass catcher worth the shit that was That's on true. the field. Yes. Yeah, you know and now you're gonna have Jones back. You got Amendola for three games till he gets a concussion. Right. You got Hawkinson. You know I think there's gonna be a little more options.
1: So got, so Kenny Galladay at the four ten. Or at five hundred one, Chris Godwin, another young guy who's who looks promising. I I would not take Galladay as my number two. I would take him as my
2: number three personally. Um, and and we just talked about it. As your number three wide receiver, I'm taking
1: a home run. I want, I want a high ceiling. To me, that's Godwin. Okay. News about Godwin today. Coaching staff said he will not come off the field. Ooh. Yeah, saw that. He's another one of our young stud dynasty wide receivers, baby. Hey, you want to
0: throw him in a little trade for Eckler? And have it? <laughs> I like that. Sounds of that, maybe. I huh? don't
1: like the sound of that. Let's go back to the LA Rams for our number twenty-three overall ranked wide receiver. That is Cooper Cup, another one of our young stud wide receivers in Dynasty. It just keeps coming up. Cooper Cup, who is not on the pup list. We said that earlier. Tore his ACL last year. Great rookie season. A, a historic rookie season with what was it? Sixty catches. Like that doesn't happen for rookies. Um, came out last year was screaming out of the gates. Do we love Cooper Cup to pick up right where he left off, or is there going to be regression with the coming back off of the ACL tear?
2: Well, history tells us there's always some regression on these wide receivers coming back from an ACL tear, unless you're, for sure, unless you're Wes Welker, who apparently did it when you know running his five yard out routes. Right. Um, I think there will be some. I would guess I have him too high here at 15. We um, probably should be. It's probably five spots too high. The one thing that impressed me on Cooper Cup is he always seemed to have 8 targets, 5, 6 catches for 80 yards
1: consistently every time he played. Yeah, he was on pace for 110 targets, 80 catches on the year. He was on pace for 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns yeah. before he went out last season. I mean, I don't know that we can expect 12 touchdowns, but that tells you that the coaching staff trusts him. The quarterback trusts him. He knows how to get open, right? what's your thoughts over here bullfrog you're nodding along
0: yeah man it was tough statting these guys out there you know they're all three could kind of move around a little bit i had to give cup the least of the three which was hard to do yeah you know looking at what he was doing those first eight games but i'd be i'd be plenty happy to own cup man above a lot of the number one and number two receivers on teams i would be happy to own the third receiver yeah. you know which is crazy to That's say. That's that offense, baby. It's just the way it is. I,
1: I wouldn't be surprised if I moved Cup up a little in my rankings now that he's not on that pup coming back. I'm re- I am was just very concerned about regression. Aren't you having probably 25? Yeah, 25. 20 seems about right. I've got him at 21, right next to Pettit, right between Pettis and Galladay, which I think him and Pettis are, are kind of right there. Um, with each other, so I felt pretty good about that. But we'll we'll see what happens. We we will be changing these rankings; they're fluid. So, but
0: how about this? Here's a question: If Gurley if Gurley shows to miss time, does that hurt this offense? You gotta say it does. If Gurley bit. misses time, yeah, I don't. Not, well, like if he's just not as good, or just not as good as he was. No,
2: yes, it hurts that off. I mean, Gurley's Gurley's a, a fucking ph- phenomenal player. It absolutely hurts this offense. Yeah.
1: Well, so so. So we saw last year plenty of Gurley not playing, and C.J. Anderson stepped in, and it didn't affect the offense much. Yeah, but there's two things about that. One is Gurley went down at the end of the year, and also
2: fucking they could not move the ball through the air as effectively. They hit a couple at the of, end of the year. They did hit a couple right. of really slow they were games. Running the ball well, yes. They uh, hit a
1: couple of really slow games, but some of those were Chicago and the weather, right? Yeah, he can't play in the fucking cold. Yeah, it's problem. So, so I don't know that Gurley has that big of effect, right? When you have a really good coach. Which we think McVeigh is a really good coach, um, and you have a lot of really good pieces on this team. A really strong offensive line on this team. Like you can do plenty to to make up for the loss, right? And I think Daryl Henderson's a re- he's a rookie, but I think he's a really but, uh, talented
2: back. I agree with you on everything except for the fact that it's still Todd Gurley. And Todd Gurley's still that good. He is very. He's good. going to he's going to draw people I get, I mean If you're going to game plan against someone, it's going to be Todd Gurley. That's true. All
1: right, so let's go to Tampa Bay. Let's go to Bruce Arians. Last week, in one of my trivia questions, um, I talked about Bruce Arians and his history with mid-round wide receiver draft picks. Can anybody tell me where Chris Godwin went? Mid-round? In the draft. I don't,
2: I don't know.
1: Let me we're
0: talking about. Heinz Ward and, and the rest of these guys.
1: So many. Um, you didn't I, hear I, the question. I questions. feel like he was second
0: Chris round. Godwin was third round. 3.2.
1: That counts as a mid-round. Or 3.20, rather. Bruce Arians has a lot of history with mid-round wide receivers. Chris Godwin came on uh, last year like a fucking champ, scored himself seven touchdowns on 60 catches, had 95 targets, 840 yards last season. Chris Godwin, coming out of last season, looked to be one of the potential breakouts for this year. We have him ranked at 24, which when I ranked him at 27 on my list, I was hedging a lot of bets because I, I had to try to keep emotions out of that because he's one of the guys that I'm most excited about for our Dynasty team this year. Where do you guys have Godwin on your list? I think 23 for Wiz, 27,
0: 27.
1: for you as well. What are your thoughts on Godwin? Are you buying into the hype? I know he's ranked a little lower on this list, but on my draft rankings, which are not necessarily based on these projections, he's probably going to be higher for me, maybe a solid 2. For me on that list, what are your thoughts? I mean, I loved Godwin in the offseason
0: early in the offseason. I was trying to get him from you guys, or we talked about trades a couple times. Uh, I'm a fan, I don't know. I think, I think, come come uh, pre you know, before the season starts, I think he'll move up a little bit on my list. He's at about 27. I could see him creeping into the low 20s by the time I'm all said and done. I, I want to see i wanna I wanna get a feel for what this Tampa Bay offense is looking like a little bit here as the training camp goes by and some of these preseason games go by a little bit just to kind of see what it looks like before my final thoughts yeah, a lot of change, a lot
1: of changes there, definitely a lot of changes, but I'm I like him as
0: a player for sure.
1: You know, he scored seven seven touchdowns last year, starting in five games. He started five games, scored seven touchdowns. I feel like I remember watching the first couple weeks, and we were kind of dogging him. Yeah. He kept dropping
0: shit. I sure. remember seeing him dropping touchdowns, plays on the side, and then he just fucking got hot and went ape shit.
1: Well, there's a knock on him. I don't know if this is as much on him or as it's on his two quarterbacks, but he was only a 52.6% catch rate right Exactly. His quarterbacks sucked. Awful. Yeah, they were bad. Not very accurate. So let me ask you this question, Wiz. We've just mentioned a lot of our young wide receivers: Dante Pettis, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin. These are these are names that stand out. Which one of those do you think is going to finish highest for us on our dynasty? Team? Oh, Who's you? Who are you most excited about? Um,
2: it might be Godwin. I like I like Pettis a lot, um, but I I feel that. And this is remember we talked about it before the, the Arian should resurrect resurrected, but Arians numbers are are, are not ever through the roof. Offensively. Midland, yes, Midland um, plays. But I like the fact that he he has a legit number one receiver across from him. He's not going to get double covered, Evans,
0: right. ever. That's true. Um, as long as James can hit the open guy, Jameis can hit the, hit the open, open most, guy, right, eh, and not get fucking, we'll see. That's a good. The only thing that scares me
2: Cooper Cup is there are again so many mouths there to feed. Yes,
0: and the nice thing is, I mean, you guys just get to hit start on those guys every week. This I'd year you issue fucking, last fucking year was that we guys. had
1: too many young wide receivers that could do and we always picked the yeah, wrong ones. I feel ones. like those three will
0: be locked in every week, I'm
1: crossing my <laughs> fingers. Cuz we gave away our only quote unquote stud in Keenan Allen, which I'm not real high on. You right guys now. still have Kirk? No, no. have no. had, had a, last no year? We, we never no? had Kirk. We had MDS. Need you more. We might have to start MVS this year, too. No, we traded him. We traded Uh, him away, yeah. In fact, we traded him away to get Chris Godwin? I think so. Or Dante Pettis. All right, let's move on. DJ Moore is our number 25. Today, Bullfrog, you tweeted out your DJ Moore stat line. Tell it to us. Tell us why you love DJ Moore. You've got him at 20, which is highest out of the three of us. I'm at 31, as is Wiz. Why are we wrong?
0: Well, we talked about it in our sophomore breakout. Uh, mine was DJ Moore, and I, I told you what my projections were going to be for him that day, and uh, I stuck with it when I projected him out for my rankings. 105 targets, 70 catches, 1,000 yards, 7 touchdowns, picking up about 20 points on the ground because they uh, give him some sweeps and different looks. I just think DJ Moore is a better wide receiver than Curtis Samuel. I think Curtis Samuel is more of the gadget guy. Uh, Moore was not even the starter for the first quarter or third of the season. I think of any of the receivers on that team, he's going to get the most opportunity to, uh, make the the plays of a number one type receiver. I think he's an explosive player. I think he's going to have a good solid year. Finish, uh, what I have him right around the top 20.
1: Uh, yeah, right at the 20 hole. So the con- two concerns for me, DJ Moore, who started 10 games, had 82 targets, which is, you know, it's pretty good on, on that team. On game, 105. Uh, two touchdowns.
0: Yeah, that's, that's got to go up. two touchdowns. That's got to go you up. You hope it goes Absolutely. up, but the
1: concern is by how much. Anytime they got into the red zone, uh, one guy got the ball. That's Christian McCaffrey. He's the only one. This year, two guys will get the ball now that Cam Newton's shoulder's not hurt, and that'll be Cam Newton himself. You say Curtis Samuel is not as good a wide receiver, but he touched the ball... Um, as much as, if not more than, DJ Moore in every game that he was healthy oh, wait, he was there was toward the end. Do you have faith that that's the end? I, 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 I agree with you on this. There's no way that, that Curtis Samuel does it again. Yeah, I think there is. I think DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel are going to be used the exact same way, almost interchangeably yeah. on this team, because that's the way they did it last year. Uh, and it's just too much. he's eating too much into what he's got going on. I, I like Curtis Samuel. I like CMC, which is the real issue on this team. Um I, don't, I just don't – we had DJ Moore, we traded him away, and part of the reason was because I think the hype about DJ Moore coming in this, into this year is higher than he's – he's not going to be able to perform with that. That's just what I 31 think. 31, in my mind,
2: though, where we ranked him seems too low. And, and, and someone who, who likes Cam Newton a lot, I, I don't
1: understand how the, you you don't have any of the receiving options at all that high. Because the receiving option that is that high is Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's going to have the most targets on the team again. Sure, fine. Okay. So yeah, and then they're going that. to take the rest of the targets. They're going to split them up between DJ Moore uh, and and Curtis Samuel. And who's the, who's the, who's the tall guy that signed? Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan might get some. Corey Smith. Still, yeah. There. Uh, they, there's just not a receiver. Since Cam Newton has been in town, what receiver has been a stud no. receiver? Like, how many receivers has he had that finished inside a top 12, top 15, top 20?
0: Yeah, Steve Smith did it a handful of times back yeah. in the day. And in and the first and couple DJ years. Moore's pretty damn similar to a Steve Smith. Not quite as tough, not quite as crafty. You good. know who
1: else is pretty similar to a...
0: Not Curtis Samuel.
1: They're the same <laughs> fucking guy, except Curtis Samuel's faster.
0: Anywho. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's a guy I'm excited about.
1: Uh, I just think the high. I just think the hype is is higher than he's going to be able to return. And DJ Moore right now. Yeah, but just, I don't
0: think. I think I have him way higher than I bet his ADP is for receivers. I'm looking. What's yeah? What's his? Uh, my my thing is you're you're. I give you some credit on your touchdown basis, but yeah. So I think DJ is going to have to score. You know, four. Maybe five of his touchdowns from 20 plus. Yeah, sure. Because you're right, he's not going to get those. So I'm, I'm expecting some of those big plays turn into scores because I've seen plenty of plays last year where his big plays just just fell a few yards short of
1: touchdowns. Sure. You know, you give a couple more yards, that turns two into five right there. He had that 82 yard uh, reception last year, I think, that went for a touchdown. Yeah, right now he's going in the f- tail end of the fifth round. So, I mean, I As what wide receiver? Wide, uh, 62nd overall, I'm not looking at wide receivers specifically, hang on, 26. 26? Yeah. Which is about where we have him, so I don't, I don't hate that, I'd look at him there, I'd look at him there, it feels like the hype's higher than that on him. right, let's move on, Allen Robinson, our number 26, I do not much care for Allen Robinson, won't have him on any roster, I've got him all the way down at 42, I think Wiz, you're the one that put him up there, right?
2: I have him at, what 19? 19. 19. Froggy has him at 26. Yep. Why do I like him? I told you before, this guy will be a top 10 offense, right? Allen Robinson is finally back from a year removed from his ACL injury, so he should be back 100%. And we know that you don't like any receiver here because of Mitchell Trubisky. I think I Mitchell yeah. Trubisky, Michael Trubisky is good enough, Ugh. and Allen Robinson is a good wide receiver. He's number one wide receiver, You he can get open.
1: I only gave him 98 targets this year, five touchdowns. I don't, yeah, I don't like any receivers on Chicago. You're not wrong, but that's the most on the team. It's what it is. I don't like him. Thoughts on Allen Robinson? Yeah, anything? Just kind of a bland guy, but I think
0: he's he's the go-to guy when you need one. So I, I bumped him up a little bit from where he was last year. We'll
1: see. Yeah, he. Had I don't know if I'll be. Year. Yeah,
0: I don't know if I'll be looking at him real heavy in drafts or not, but.
1: His career average catch rate is fifty-three. Yeah, not very really yeah, good. A real shitty
0: quarterback play, but Blake Bortles and company. He's a
2: big wide receiver, right? He is. He's a bigger, He's physical. I think that fits that offense.
1: Yeah, when he was healthy, it did feel like Trubisky was going to him a lot. Yeah. Um, but I, ah, ah, I just don't. Ugh. I don't. I don't care for. I don't care for any Chicago Bears wide receiver. Let's move on. Robbie Anderson's another guy I don't fucking want anything to do with. He's my number thirty um right now 26 for you wiz you've got um, him 31. 31. 31 there so we're all right around there the coaching staff has said we're going to try to move him around do lots more with him this is Gase, uh than has been done with him in the past he's not just a deep threat they think he can run routes as well i don't buy it i don't buy anything about this new york jets team which is why i'm avoiding he's he's the uh swamp ass mud butt you talked about this whole team is Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I mean, to me, I mean, th- and this might be a big knock on the guy you guys love, but Dante Pettis and Robbie Anderson are essentially the same fucking player. That's uh okay. Interesting.
2: Uh, I guess the reason I probably <laughs> okay. have I I have them probably too high, but I would tell you, I, I think your obnoxious ranking of Le'Veon Bell, um, th- this should help Robbie Anderson. This should open up things for for that team, and I think. Someone on, that ball,
0: on the fucking team has to catch the ball.
1: Not Quincy Inunwa.
0: Yeah, I like Quincy, but he hasn't been able to say hello. They got Crowder now.
1: Crowder? Oh, God, gonna, God. People no. are going
0: to be high on Crowder coming in I love in me there. some Crowder. Yeah, me too. Chowder? I
2: like myself some Chowder, yes. I don't care
0: for Chowder. I, mean, I that... do love some Crowder. Could the Jets' offense end up being a top fifteen, okay offense? No, you don't. I think they could if Darnold gets his head out of his ass and gets better. They, they have some pieces is
2: the ceiling.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying any high. What, right?
1: what did I read? What did I read about Sam Darnold's QBR in the last? I want to say in the last four or five games, Sam Darnold's QBR was top six in the league. It was good, right? It was great. Yeah. So he was getting better.
0: I mean, they got the pieces. I, I could. You see. know what they're missing? I
1: mean, think of the but the division they play in. You know What pieces they don't have? O-line? Yes, yeah. their offensive line is fucking garbage. Worst in the league.
0: They get to play the Bills and the Dolphins for four games. The Dolphins And are maybe bad. they can catch New England early
1: on when they're fucking trash. I don't know. We'll see. The Dolphins are bad. I don't want Robbie Anderson. I don't want anything to do with that team. Here's a team whose offense, I think, is going to be fucking stellar this year. That's at the Atlanta Falcons. This is Calvin Ridley coming into his second year. He's our 28th ranked wide receiver. I've got him at 26. Wiz is down at 34, and you're right there at 28 where he falls in our consensus. Um, Calvin Ridley, guys, I mean, 10 touchdowns last year. 10 fucking touchdowns. Again, a guy that had, it's a cu- what, two, three touchdown games yeah. to put him there. But this offense... And Matt Ryan should be fucking stellar this year. Dirk Cutter coming back to town. They don't have to play outside almost ever all season What'd long. What'd you say? Like once or to something. I want to say he's got three four. outside games, um, or three outside games anytime that it might be cold. Uh, what are we thinking here about this kid? Is this somebody that you do want on your team? Do you like him now? I hated him going into last year, but maybe now. I did too, and he fucking. Yeah, I would take him on my team as a as a three or four wide receiver. Three or four. So yeah. you don't you don't trust him. You don't think he's gonna put up forty five touchdowns? I feel he's
2: similar to Amari Cooper. Okay. He's, he's gonna yeah. win you some games. Sure. He he will. Probably in those ridiculous you know, two or three weeks, but for the most part I think it's you know he, there's gonna be games where he catches four, four balls for, for fucking thirty six yards. But you'd rather have Amari Cooper. Um uh, yeah, I guess per the rankings, yeah. But it would be close. I think I think this offense would put up more points.
1: All right, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think they had the same amount of thirty or less yard receiving games last year. The two of those guys, and the same amount of multi touchdown games—a three and a two, both of them. So they are really similar options. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I like. I would much rather have a Calvin Ridley than than Amari Cooper myself. I know I got Cooper higher in the rankings, but but. Um, this was Calvin Ridley's rookie year when he did this, right? Well, I mean, he should take a step up if he takes that step forward across from Julio. Which you said it a second ago, or who said it a second? You said it a second ago, Chris Godwin. He's got a legit one that he'll never have to worry about coverage, right? He's never going to have to worry about safety. help. same mm-hmm. thing with Ridley. He's he's just going to be free running. You know, he's got to beat a one on one on the number two corner every week, and and maybe he can do that. He turned out to be a better route runner, route runner, route. Runner than I expected last season. Might, might be a guy that I look at. I don't know. Calvin Ridley's going in the fifth round five spots higher than D.J. Moore. Anybody touching him in the fifth round? You fucking would a Calvin Ridley at 5.07? That's a two-hundred receiver, right? That is a number two. 23, right? Two-hundred right three. Two. How about Alshon Jeffrey? He's our number 29-ranked wide receiver. That's exactly how I feel about him, too. Bullfrog. I, I agree kind of with league. you,
2: and I am the highest ranking. But here's the thing: he just fucking when he plays, he fucking scores a touchdown.
0: And that's what Wince, he does. Wince is gonna throw for thirty. That's what the fucker does. Bro. There's nothing flashy about this
2: fucker. Although, he, he's always injured. He's always on the injured list.
1: Yeah, he's always injured or well, he's not questionable.
2: No, so. you think J.J. arcega
1: whiteside White is gonna score to a base? ton of fucking <laughs> touchdowns? You say that about this guy, but here's his touchdown. No- I know he hasn't played. He's only played two full seasons, but here's a touchdown numbers career long: three, seven. Ten, which was great, that 2014 year in Chicago, four, two, nine, and six. Nine and six being the two in Philadelphia. <clears throat> he doesn't score that many touchdowns. He, he always feel like you see him. How many games he play? In the uh, sixteen, he played all sixteen in 2017. Scored nine touchdowns, okay. which you take. Thirteen last year and scored six touchdowns. That's bad. Yeah, I mean,
2: we're talking about a wide receiver twenty nine here, right? So this is this is your three wide receiver.
1: I, I guess, th- to me, this is this is where Jeffrey falls. And that's where he's going. He's going as a 28th, right? I mean, you could take him. You could do worse at this point, right? He's going He's going between Tyler Boyd and Robbie Anderson. I would rather have Jeffrey than Robbie Anderson. Yeah. You know, I'd rather it, have him than Tyler Boyd. Is that because of the team that he's on? Yeah, absolutely. Right. It's because of the t- another offense. It should be a really good offense. Score a lot of points. But he, he is, he's not—he's certainly not a guy that stands out to me as somebody I'm looking to target. Well,
2: after, was it 2009 when you said he put up 10 touchdowns? Not 2009, was 14. it? 14. 2014. He was the number one wide receiver at that point. He was great.
1: Loved him in Chicago. Correct. Loved him. Loved him in college when he played for South Carolina. He was a stud. Anthony Belfrager? No. You like him? You fucking with an else I, on, Jeffery? I Jeffrey? felt about
0: like what you just. He's just in. Eh. Yeah, just one of those guys that just doesn't excite me. So I tend to I tend to reach a little bit at, <clears throat> at when that guy's open, and then another receiver's down a couple spots. That I'm like, ooh, a little sleeper potential. Like that's a spot where I tend to reach. Yeah, when you but get, maybe
1: that fucks me over. I don't know. You, when you get around the sixth round or so, that's. You don't want the the veteran that's been around, that's been pretty good his mm-hmm. whole career, right? That's mm-hmm. when you're that's when you're trying to take guys like Dante Pettis going after him, Christian Kirk going after him, because mm-hmm. like the unknown is alluring for us fantasy owners, and that's I, I agree with that. The hard thing for,
2: for Jeffrey in particular is the fact that he's always on the fucking injured list.
1: Always he is. Mm. He is. You're always playing the game with him. Always Bullfrog, I, I might say, if you're trying to pick more stable players you should put Alshon Jeffrey on your draft list because he's stable. Right. He's consistent. Well, yeah. When he's playing, for in sure. In round six, maybe. maybe
0: yeah, because if he's on the field, he's going to score you. Missed three games in the last two years. He's only missed three
1: games game. in the last two yeah. years. Who's his I mean, I Ertz. Mean, that I mean, Ertz is a fucking Ertz is the number one target. Ertz is going to catch a lot. But, um, but there, there's, there's Deshaun Jackson DeSean comes DeSean back, back to back? town. Do you yeah. guys believe in that?
2: Neither of you fucking have Deshaun Jackson
1: ranked. No, because he just does one thing, but I think Deshaun Jackson opens it up a little bit for Alshon Jeffrey. Sure. For sure, I think it helps. All right. Speaking of a new wide receiver coming to town and messing with the value of a of of an Alshon Jeffrey, for example, how about Jarvis Landry in Cleveland? Jarvis Landry, who people were pumped about, he was the big, maybe the second biggest wide receiver signing last year in Cleveland, and now he's relegated to the background as Odell Beckham Jr. comes into town. Uh, we have talked about this a little bit before when Freddie Kitchens took over that offense, Jarvis Landry's target numbers went down pretty significantly as the ball was spread out more across the field. Does anybody want anything to do with Jarvis Landry? He's our number 30 consensus rank. My 43 ranked guy. You've got him at 28 with Bullfrog. I assume that means yours is somewhere up here. Yeah, I've got 21. him at yeah. But do you actually want Jarvis Landry? You love that
0: offense. I think that's going to be a pretty high-powered offense. Again, a lot of mouths to feed. Um, Let me see what I had him projected
1: out at here. I would bet, I haven't done this research, and I would like this to be our stat of the week next week, Wiz, (laughs) if you can do the research for next week, but I would bet that Jarvis Landry's touchdown percentage, touchdowns per target, is the lowest of all active wide receivers in the league. Is. Based on his time in Miami, based on his entire career, I know, but I'm assuming the lo- I'm Latin. assuming a lot of that's Miami. He had 150 targets last year, which is a ton, and he scored four touchdowns. And that's what he did every year: 166 with four touchdowns, 131 with four yeah. touchdowns, 112 with five. In 2017, his last year in Miami, he had nine touchdowns on 160 targets. But I bet that touchdown percentage is as low as it comes. And Odell Beckham Jr. coming to town is not helping. But- that how about Kareem Hunt coming to town? Kareem Hunt coming to town. How about uh, uh, what's Injoku uh, having another Chubby. year under his his belt? This is a team that's got a lot of pieces. Yeah, my my my
0: initial projection gave Landry another one fifty targets? targets. Wow. Yeah, with a hundred and two catches. Do you feel bad about that now? No, because again, I didn't put Odell playing every game, so that's yeah. kind of the big hinge point there. Again, that's that's a tough to project that, but that's Rashad Higgins. Yeah, I mean, I think, but you, one of those guys, Callaway or Higgins, really falls down off the map unless they, much unless somebody map. gets hurt. That's true. Because uh, Odell and, La- and Landry will be on the field every fucking play unless they pull themselves off. There's no reason for those guys not to be out there.
2: Sure.
0: Let me know. ask you a question about this.
2: You have Landry's twenty what? Twenty one. Twenty one. Do you have three Rams receivers higher than that? I do. Yeah. And we don't have a problem with that as much because we think that offense is that good. It's, yeah. But I'm not bought into that offense no, as much. No, nope.
0: I no, I do have Landry higher than Cooper Cup. You do. Yeah. But but why is it? Why why can Landry not put up these points? That's my question. He should. That offense. That
2: offense is, is be great. great. But I mean, like, I don't we, buy into that offense as much. You do.
0: Just said he's ne- he never has. I have him scoring six touchdowns this year, which is what his second or third highest would be of his career. He had that second highest of his career. But how can we buy into three Rams receivers?
1: I'm not sure. Are any of them as talented as Landry? None. Well, they can't run as clean a route as Landry. Okay. Okay, that's what Landry does really well. He runs a great fucking route. But that, I mean, that's it. Like his routes are five yards downfield, always have been. It's he's just not he's not a guy. His average, his average built yards, a career on that, buddy. His average yards per reception ten, right? And if you look at his his year by year red zone target percentages on his team, I will bet outside of that last year in Miami, it's next to nothing. He's a he's a he's a between the twenties third down sure handed guy, and yeah, he's it's a great wide receiver to have on an NFL team. I mean, a fantasy if I'm in- team.
0: I just think if I'm in a half point or full point PPR, Landry would be a guy I'd, I'd be fine targeting because I just think he's going to get opportunities. As your. In a full point PPR, I'd be fine with him as my
1: two. Whew! Seems high to me. In a
0: half point, probably more like a
1: three. And he's going. I would take him as a three. He's going as a wide receiver 25 right now, so that's. Yeah, you're your waffling between the two, is right where he's going. And yeah, if you're a full PPR. I'd look at him there. I'd look at him there. I don't know that I'd necessarily land on taking him there because i he's never had, outside of his first year, his rookie year, he's never had less than 130 targets. He doesn't get that from me. I gave him 109 targets this year. There's too many pieces on a team that spreads the ball out to all over the place. But how, but, but how can make you make an argument here, but it's okay with the Rams? Because on the Rams, we've seen it with these three guys. These three guys all produced when they were all three on the field in the past. The minute Freddie Kitchens took over and Jarvis Landry, without Odell Beckham on this field, was the was the stud wide receiver. Jarvis Landry will never draw ever, ever. He averaged coverage. he averaged three targets a game with Freddie Kitchens as the offense coordinator. Concern. That's yeah, the that concern but it, he, before before kitchens took over it was five or six a game every game maybe up to ten on occasion three was the average but he kitchens was he
0: was their lead receiver at that point yeah.
1: he was their number one guy on the field because you had Perriman, you
0: had Higgins, yeah, I mean, you we just had made we just there. made the argument on Godwin because he's never getting right. n- n- number one coverage yeah. ever
1: yeah Gladier's not
0: i mean i could i could see Odell and Landry both having fucking monster years that's
1: because you love this
0: offense <laughs> we don't love this offense you were the one that, you said you projected Baker to have how many were the first time you ran through it? Way <laughs> more than I thought. Yeah, but the
1: first time I ran through it, Kyler Murray was my number two quarterback. Yeah, so true. I've adjusted. Okay, I've adju- I, 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 I adjust.
0: I adjust. I don't know. Just something about these two guys, I could see them playing a game within a game. They're best buds. They are best they're fucking They're going to be friends. fucking going hard every game they're almost, to outdo each other because they're both the showboat fucking type. They're almost as good of you know, friends like, with
1: each other as I am with you guys. Yeah.
0: And- <laughs> I could just see it, man. I could just see, you know, they're gonna be going after each other, trying to put up the big fucking games, big numbers. Could be fun to watch for the Cleveland Brown fans.
1: Could be. I'm not gonna watch much of it because I don't do watch full right? I'm only watch the Red. <laughs> Jesus zone. Christ! That's our t- look. That's our top 30 wide receivers. Took a real long time to get through. Wide receivers are always much more contentious than running backs. That's why. Um, if you want to see top 60, please jump onto the website. Yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. Check those out. Tell us what you think. Tell us what we got wrong. Tell us what we got right. Those rankings will change as the offseason goes on, as more news comes out. You know, I'm already going back and making some changes to those running backs as we see Melvin Gordon and so forth and so on. So, um, so, so keep, keep looking. Go back to the website. Look at us on Twitter. You're, I'm at DweezNuts. All Z's and O'S's. You're YFF the bullfrog. If, you, if you're on Yelp, you can find with somewhere. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that's it for wide receivers. Give us a lesson of the day, if you would, kind sir, so that we can get the fuck out of here.
0: My lesson of the day today is, is going to be for you owners out there that have dynasty l- leagues and redraft style leagues. Because I, 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 I already know I've, I'm doing this already as a first-year dynasty is – I'm becoming a little biased towards players on my dynasty, and I have to make sure that I don't carry that over to my redraft leagues. If it's not worthy, you know, there might be a few guys that it is worthy for, but just because I already own these guys on my dynasty, I have to make sure and rank them properly when it comes to my redraft leagues, and don't don't just want to go draft all these guys because I already own them on a dynasty and I'm stuck with them, kind of thing. So I gotta. Mm-hmm.
2: So when like, when you're in multiple leagues, question for you, do you? Do you divers- diversify, or do you have all do you? Do you put all your chips in-, in the fucking bucket.
0: I mean, I usually have a few guys that carry over, but it-, it just never plays out where you get the same roster,
2: you know. But do you target the same guys? Is my point. I try. I try
0: not to, but it always happens. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> I said, a few guys, but I never really. I've never had like the same draft pick, and you know, mm-hmm. I only do about three or four leagues, and I'm either like a five and a nine or a. Three and an A, and you just you, you had a different group of players most of the time. Huh. That you, but, you, but you're
1: not wrong. When you're in a dynasty, you've had these guys already for months. It's hard not to have that uh, that that bias toward them. Look, before I go, you remember Shane? Shane that won tens of thousands of dollars last year in DFS. Isn't he, isn't he your buddy? Yeah. Shane just tweeted just right now. DJ Moore is a top 20 ride receiver. It's a lock. So Boom, Shane. We'll, we'll see. That's my boy We'll see right how there. that goes. All right. Like Thank That's it from us this week. Next week, quarterbacks and tight ends, if we can get through them all. So you can fuck off till then. We got work to do.
2: Thank you for listening to another episode of Your
0: Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants, subscribe, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com.